A conversation can change the way you think, how you feel, or even what you believe. So no matter what the conversation's about, it's not for nothing. Hello and welcome to Not For Nothing. I'm Kyle Leon Henderson and today I've got another special episode from the archives for you. I'm taking a little bit of a break from podcasting um, for a little bit of self-care because I've got a lot going on and I think a lot of people out there probably have a lot going on right now um, because we're trying to fill the void because we've been in lockdown for a year and there's just so much free time that we have or so much thing, so much time for things we used to do that we don't do anymore. Uh, for me, I am producing a podcast, my own here, this one, but I'm also producing another podcast called Theologically Speaking and hosting that one as well. You can find that one on YouTube, Theologically Speaking. And I'm also producing a documentary. I'm also writing a script. I'm also working a full-time job in the daytime. And as I said last week, Ethan and I are moving to a new home. So I got a lot going on. And I had this whole show that came around before Not For Nothing. It's called Kyle's Friends Are Funny. And the joke was that I changed the name because Kyle's friends were actually not funny. So we had to change the name. Uh, but no, I just I started a new podcast. That was my first attempt at a podcast. And I just thought, what better time than this little personal break that I'm taking to share some of that with you. This is actually one of my very, very favorite episodes of Kyle's Friends Are Funny that I ever produced. This was sort of a turning point for me as a podcaster because I've always said that podcasts should be supplemental I just, I, my philosophy for podcasts, how they live in my life are, they should be an added bonus to whatever you're bringing to the world because it's very, very rare that you're going to make a full living or break the mold on a podcast, but you can use a podcast to give someone some insight into your life. And this episode that I'm about to share with you is some real insight into the life where I came from. And it's a dinner at my sister's house with her husband and her two children from a few years ago. They've all evolved now. Uh, Eden, that you'll hear in this podcast, she is now a teenager. Koi is now nearly a teenager. Chad is now a politically elected public servant. He is the road commissioner for Blount County in Alabama. He won his election last year in 2020. Uh, my sister is no, no longer working in the ER. She is a school nurse. So they've evolved so much since this episode, and so have I, because when I recorded this episode, I lived in New York City, and now I live in, New in Los Angeles. I hope that you will listen to this episode and reflect on your own changes that you've made in the last four or five years, and think about how COVID has changed that direction you were headed in, or has it exacerbated that and pushed you for? more excitement and energy towards your dreams. I know that it has for me. And this is going to be the last little break that I take for a little while, I hope, because the next episode you hear, it'll be from my new space in the new studio. So without further ado, enjoy Kyle's Friends Are Funny.
Hi, and welcome to Kyle's Friends Are Funny. Tonight, we've got dinner plans, but don't worry about dressing up, because where we're going, it's all casual. In this episode, I'm sitting down to dinner with my sister and her husband with their two kids to do something I rarely get to do these days, have a meal with my Southern family. What else is really great about this episode is you get to meet my best friend, my sister. She's been my best friend for 28 years, and moments like these don't happen nearly enough. It's recording. <laughs> it's going to be pretty boring right now, huh? Yeah, it's going to be boring, yeah. <laughs> oh. Hello, everyone. Noah's stopped. Everyone started. Do you want me to cut your spaghetti up? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Can I have ranch on mine? <laughs> you really put ranch on your spaghetti? Yeah. Yeah. I've never done that. It's good. Daddy. I don't want to tell her. Kyle got a spaghetti. Who wants? Thank you. Okay. Here, Kyle, get some of this. No, thank you. <laughs> 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 no, not polite to dress other people's food. Yeah, please go uh, go ahead and do my salad and everything. Okay. No, no don't. <laughs> no, I didn't do it. <laughs> One minute, we got So. Oh, I need some, some soda. Oh, can I have some pet please? You want a red solo cup? Of course. When in Rome, right? Mama, can you please pour me some Pepsi? Alright. Ready? Oh, I think you've been already nipping into the bread. Our most kind and gracious Heavenly Father, thank you, dear Lord, so much for this day. We thank you for all the many blessings you've given us. Thank you for this opportunity we have to sit down as a family and have this meal. We ask now that you bless this food and nourish our bodies and our bodies in your service. In Christ's name we pray. Amen. Amen. I did not show Chad yet the footage of the train ride. <laughs> you guys do that. This girl, she came on. She was a she was a kind of a heavy set black lady with big curly hair. She had on slacks and a blazer, and she was kind of like, she's kind of you know eccentric. Uh huh. Did she have on a TikTok? Well. Not at first. At first, she came in and she looked like a nice, nice, you know, fairly nicely dressed. She looked like an eccentric church lady, like a Southern Baptist church lady or something. But she went into a spiral till I, I didn't realize how it happened, but her hair was pinned back with a banana clip. No, not a banana clip. And she had a, a ro- roller in her hair. And then she was wearing a wife beater with no bra. And she was wearing <laughs> pajama pants like I'm wearing here, but they were zebra print. And apparently she had had about nine, I think she had, was on her ninth crown royal. And then she, I watched, I watched this church lady spiral down to that. But I did. I took a, I took a few uh, videos of her too. So um, she changed clothes home? I guess. I don't know how she did. <laughs> Maybe in the bathroom or something? Or maybe she had her pajamas on under her her church lady suit. <laughs> every, time, every time I get up, she would go, where are you going? I'm like, what is it any of your business where I'm going, stranger lady? And I get, I was going to get up and go down to the lounge car, and she goes, oh, are you leaving? And I said, yeah, I'm leaving. I'm going to tuck and roll like a hobo off this moving train. <laughs> Tell me more about just the train ride itself. That's the first time you ever rode a train? Mm-hmm. What do you think? I like it. I mean, for the first like eight hours, nine hours, I was on it because I was I got on at two fifteen and all the way to like maybe eleven o'clock at night. It was fun. 
that he'd walk down to the lounge car and go to the snack bar and all that. But then when it got time to go to bed, I'm like, oh, I'm never doing this again. That's the same one we rode to Atlanta, right? Mm-hmm. I looked at your picture. It looks like the same one. It's called the Crescent. Mm-hmm. That was it. Mm-hmm. This is what the drama of a southerner, for sure. What? <laughs> I called mom and dad the other night just to chat. No special reason. Dad answers and is talking to him about we're keeping the kids because Megan's having that procedure tomorrow. And I was like, what procedure? <laughs> and she, he was like, oh, well, she's been having chest pain. She thinks she might have had a heart attack. And I was like, really? Could you ju- could you call somebody? The other night, we think Megan might have had a heart attack. He got a little dramatic on his part. Though. Exactly. And then mom, <laughs> mom, she let me yell at her for a little bit because I know I deserve to be yelled at for this one. I should have called you. <laughs> Every time you touch the mic, you have to put a lipstick and sing a song. Really? Mm-hmm. Well, That's my rule. Go get your lipstick for him so he can sing no. a song. <laughs> I'm just kidding. You weren't warned about that ahead of time, were you? Mm-hmm. No. Always read the fine print before you sign on to do a show. You didn't tell me that before I did this. Well, <laughs> where did you go? Why didn't you tell me? Uh-huh. She done? Well, you might taller her and ask her. <laughs> you, no, I mean with her food. <laughs> yep. <coughs> she keeps on coughing. <coughs> She's spit Episode. <laughs> Are you gonna watch um, Fuller House? Oh, you better believe it. Fuller Did you House. see the trailer for it? It's on one of them. <laughs> the one where they didn't have any of them in it. Yeah. Oh, that House. was the one. Yeah. It, I, I, my jaw dropped, <laughs> then I got chills, and then I teared up a little. So are they living in the the house that she grew up? So in? what happened was, um, DJ is now a widow. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she right, married a man. Now. How old are they? Like, how old is DJ? Average age. I mean, you know. Average age. <laughs> okay, okay. <laughs> Average age of a woman widowed. That's not true. What would be the average age? I mean, I'm sorry. Do I need to Google that? <laughs> Candace Cameron Bure is 40. Or she'll be 40 no, or no. I'm talking about on the show. Same age. How age? She graduated. Last time I saw the show, okay, she was maybe. probably about 16 or 17. She graduated high school in 1995. DJ did. So she's 38. Okay. And oh. Kimmy Gibbler is a single mom. Saw that coming. Wait, wait. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> and um and what happened to her husband? 
Oh, he's still there, Kimmy Gibbler. Are you ta- oh, you're talking about Fuller. She's a widow. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, she's a single. Kimmy Gibbler's a single mom. I ain't worried about her husband. Well, she never had one. The baby, right. da- baby daddy's around in the show, apparently. I'm talking about. I don't know. Probably widow. a car crash. You know how you know how history repeats itself. Her mom died in a car crash. I think her mom was played by Terry Gar. If anybody's interested in knowing that. Um, I never saw her mama. They had one episode where they had a home oh, video. Yeah. Listen, well, we watched this show <laughs> religiously. I've seen it. <laughs> yeah, we watch Full House. Do you? Michelle's the only one who's not going to be on the show. <laughs> Nikki and Alex come back. Mm-hmm. Um, All of them. Why Michelle? Um, because they, she was Stephanie? played. Stephanie on there? Mm-hmm. DJ has two kids or three kids. I can't remember. Stephanie's trying to get her life together, of course, as always. And Kimmy Gibbler's a single mom. So Stephanie, Kimmy, and DJ decide to, because their old family house is up for sale, so they decide to buy it and move in together. And then Uncle Jesse, Danny, Joey, and Aunt Becky, and the twins will be in and out. Yeah, Joey is the funniest woman. Cut it out. <laughs> um... I heard Michelle, she has Danny, a twin. In real life, she does. I think Mary-Kate Olsen will eventually come back and play Michelle. But if it's a success, if it's a failure, she's going to be like, told you so, I'm a billionaire. So what do you think? What's on your mind? I don't know. So tell me what you think about Girl Meets World. Who's your favorite character? The blonde-headed girl, Maya. Maya, yeah. Yeah. Who do you like? Uh, I like Augie. He's cute. Yeah. Isn't that funny? Wait, I like the black, black hair girl. Hey! And black hair girl? That's Cookie. O'Reilly. Is that all? Yeah, it is. <laughs> so, what's on your mind? <laughs> I don't know. What's that for? That shows what that shows that it's recording. Um, <coughs> what's that mean when it's in a straight line? When it means a straight line, let's see everybody be quiet for a second. And then when you start talking it starts yeah. doing that. <laughs> it shows it shows how loud it is. Yeah. Watch when you laugh. Watch what it does when you laugh. It's <laughs> neat, huh? Yeah. <laughs> so, do y'all, do y'all have any funny stories? Mm, I don't know. I do. What? Tell me a funny story. Uh, I don't know. <clears throat> Okay, we're back to red guy. Yeah. You remember it? Okay. You want to teach it to me? No, it's called um, like a small boat. Like a small boat. In the ocean. It's Eden's turn. Send a big one. Send the old. Is that the song? 
That's the one you wrote? Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Putting on that part. Where the motion. Woo! Yeah! Sing, sing another song. I don't know what to sing. If I yeah. do it, do you mind if I do it in private? Like not on this? No. You want it on here? Yeah, but I want you all on here. Do you want to take this in your room and you can do it by yourself? Really? Yeah. Here. I'll take it here. Come on. Okay. I'll take it in here. You wait here, Koi. Yeah, we'll go. Just let me know when you're done. Okay. I got a song that's called Like a Small Boat, and I'm going to sing it. Like a small boat on the ocean, sending big waves and emotion. Like it's a sinkable, an explosion. Like a small boat on the ocean, sending big waves and emotion. Spending time with Eden and Koi is probably my favorite thing to do when I go home because my time with my niece and nephew are so precious and it's so important to me to be with them as much as I can as they're growing up. But another thing that I love doing more than most things when I come home is spending that quiet evening with my sister after everybody goes to bed because she and I, we, like I said, have shared a bond from birth or my birth anyway, she's four years old. I don't know what she did before I came along. Probably was just completely miserable, but I do love spending time with her, and I'm glad that I get to sit down and talk to her. So how has this uh, visit been with me so far since I've been home? Great. We just put on a pot of coffee, and now we're sitting down at the table just to have a little chat and talk about life and things and something that you all may not know about my sister is that yes we grew up in a rural town in Alabama but she actually the opposite of me she moved to an even more rural town in Alabama and now she lives on a farm and she has pigs and cows and am I forgetting anything uh no that's about it we did have a mule but he's gone now oh what happened to the mule he chased the cows so you know can't have chasing cows because the cows are the star of the show. That's right. They're, they're the stars. Yeah. You can't, you, they they own the farm. They yeah. they rule the roost. So what did you do to the donkey? Hey, mule, mule, we gave donkey. him to somebody that wanted a mule. Oh well, that's that's sweet. Yeah. Are they treating him well? I sure. I guess. Yeah. <laughs> well, maybe. I haven't, haven't checked up on him. Well, I guess once you leave the family farm, you don't get talked to. <laughs> you don't come back. <laughs> um, so other than the mule. And the cows and mm-hmm. the pigs. Is there anything else on your farm? Is there anything fun happening? Uh, no, just equipment. The kids like to run the equipment. What kind of equipment? Backhoe, and uh, we have a Polaris Ranger, which is like an ATV. I would venture to say that five-year-olds in New York don't know what a backhoe is. 
I would venture to say that this 28-year-old who is from Alabama probably couldn't tell you too much about a backhoe. Well, your nephew could. He yeah, could show you how to run it. He could show me everything about it. I actually fell in the pig pen one time, and I have a scar left because it was on concrete. So, yeah. Concrete. Yeah. Fancy for yeah. the pigs. You don't even have a concrete driveway. I know. <laughs> well, there you go. Life, life in, in a small town. Yeah. Corn fed. Is that what they say? Corn, corn fed. fed. They're corn fed. The pigs are corn fed. I like corn. It's my favorite. Yeah. That and fried okra and and everything. So tell me what the most vivid memory of uh-huh. growing up with me. Even if it's a little embarrassing to you. Sure. I mean, <laughs> I'm laying it all out here. Just This is me. This is my life. My friends are funny. <laughs> I always really enjoyed playing Barbies with you. Oh, I was expecting something actually embarrassing. Oh. Maybe about 12, 13 years ago, I'd have been like, oh, God, don't tell anybody about <laughs> that. I own it. Yeah. I liked Barbies. We had fun playing Barbies. I thought we did. I had a lot of fun. Uh, okay, so I'll take a turn. My One of my one of the things I remember, do you remember this? Um, it was early summer, I guess. We were out in the yard. We had one of those little kiddie pools. Um, and you, you actually said, let's have a contest to see who can throw each other into the, to the kiddie pool. Do you remember that? Vaguely. Well, I remember you tried to throw me in and then I succeeded. <laughs> I, I do remember in. being thrown into the kiddie pool. Yeah. I think you were eight, maybe. nine, ten, yeah. maybe. I was four, five, six. Yeah. You, you dared me. <laughs> And I did, so. Yeah. I so, yeah. remember that. Anything else that comes to mind? There was a yeah. pig story. I remember oh, you always told yes. me. I don't remember the pig story, but I remember you telling me a, a, a pig story. You were very small, very still in diapers. You were probably two, and that would make me six. And we were sitting on the front porch, and just sitting there. Mom was in the house, and um, looking up toward the woods, all of a sudden, this very large herd of pigs come running out of the woods. My first instinct was to protect my little brother, and I said, run for your lives, and uh, went in the house. We we ran, (laughs) so we ran from, were they, were they mean pigs, or? That I don't remember. It scared me. So, in your memory, the pigs come rushing out of the Mm -hmm. woods. They're coming right for us, and they're going to kill us. Yes, I was very afraid. And me being in diapers, I couldn't have been... I couldn't have been two years old, mm-hmm. and so that makes you about five years old. You think their first instinct is to come and eat us. That's what, yes. In reality, they could have just been wandering around the yard to eat the grass or the mm-hmm. bugs or whatever. Okay, well, there you go. That's probably what they were going to do, but me being as young <laughs> as I was and never seen pigs out in the wild before, I mean... Something else I remember. Now, I vaguely remember this. I vaguely remember it um, because I was young. But we grew up in a family. There's only two of us here for the listeners to know this. There's only two of us between the two of us. There's brother and sister. But we grew up in a large family of cousins. Mm Mm-hmm. Do you know which story I'm about to tell? <laughs> no. I know. Um, there are so many. Well, there was there was three girls and three boys. Well, no, three girls and four boys. Um, and then Mark, yeah. <laughs> our uncle, mm-hmm. uh, was 
the same age as all of us, so there was a ton of us around there. Well, do you remember the apple tree in our <laughs> grandfather's front yard? Yes. Do you remember rotten apples falling off the tree and the boys commencing to throw rotten apples at you? Yes. Yes, I do. <laughs> they talked uh, me into... They made me think it was my idea to throw rotten apples at me, and yes, they pelted me with rotten apples. Did I do it? I don't remember. No, you were still young then. Too young. To th- See, I'm a sweet one. Yeah. I was the, I'm the baby of, I guess, eight if you want to add it all together, eight mm-hmm. kids, I'm the baby of them all. Because we, we would always go down to Pop's house and just play in the yard. Mm-hmm. Probably barefoot. Probably wearing half the clothes we probably should have been wearing. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, and, you know, we'd play on the porch, in the backyard, in the shed. We'd play with his legs. So. <laughs> yes. I guess I should explain. Yeah. Our grandfather was a one-legged man. I remember in the shed. He, I guess, I don't know. I don't. This is me. I'm gonna speculate because he's he's no longer with us, and no one can confirm this right now in this very moment. So I'm gonna speculate that Medicare, health insurance, whomever paid for his leg gave him a new one every year because there was always about seven or eight legs hanging on the wall in the shed. <laughs> yeah. Well, I guess those things tend to wear out because he was still young when he lost his leg. Oh, so. and he was a trooper. He lived, you know, lived in this little bitty teeny weeny house. I think it was. Mm-hmm. Like one of those cookie cutter houses that you buy from a catalog, have it shipped in, move in, whatever. I don't know. I don't know how it worked. Because we are like, when when me and you came along, I'm just going to assume we're about maybe six years into indoor plumbing. Because it's Alabama and it's the 80s. So, um, maybe so. <laughs> everybody we knew, we had our, our other grandmother on the other side, she said she remembers riding in horse and buggy. She was born in the 20s. She remembers riding the horse and buggy, mm-hmm. having the bed. vivid memories you want to regale our listeners with tonight oh just the drama a lot of drama what's the drama you know it's you've always been a flair for the dramatic and acting and all that stuff so you're, you're gonna bring up christmas 94 aren't you oh, in front of the camera <laughs> <laughs> i really 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 hope that that video does not surface one day. Oh, I think Chad has seen that video. Bite me in the butt. <laughs> Something else I remember very vividly about our growing up was holidays. Mm-hmm. Holidays around the house. What what kind of memories do you have for family holidays? Mm, I remember the oh the excitement. We couldn't sleep the night before and getting up so early and going to mom and dad's room, mm-hmm. trying to get them up. And they tell us to go back to bed. Yep. And it, it was before da- it was before daylight, so it had to have been two or three in the morning. Oh yeah, I'm sure they just probably just went to bed. So knowing the nature and, of Christmas Eve, they probably just went to bed thirty minutes before. Mm-hmm. And then there was that one Christmas that we decided we would just be nice and let them sleep, and we got up and had Christmas without them. I believe that? was that not Christmas '94? It may have been because I remember I got a windbreaker, like a track suit. Mm-hmm. We got matching track suits the mm-hmm. night before Christmas. So we tried to get our parents up one good time. They said no. So we just put our track suits on, went into the living room, opened mm-hmm. all the presents, cleaned up all the trash. And when our parents got up, we were sitting there. And we ate breakfast, too. Did we eat breakfast, we too? We, so there was nothing left to do except see the sheer disappointment on our parents' <laughs> faces that they didn't. They didn't get to see us yeah. open our presents. Well, you're going to get up pretty early in the morning if you want to beat Megan and Kyle to the oh, presents. Yeah. Do you still have trouble sleeping at night on Christmas Eve? I do sometimes now because of the excitement for my kids. 
want to see their faces. Well, I, I'm usually at Mom and Dad's house on Christmas Eve in my old bed, sleeping soundly. And it's usually your kids who wake me up on Christmas morning uh-huh. to get me out of bed because I'm not ready. Okay, so you mentioned the Christmas of 94 video, and but you didn't tell them about the video. I think that would be a good little story to tell, to paint the picture. I really don't want to go into it well, because... Yeah. So, um, was it that Dad was trying out a new video camera? Oh, and, Lord, yes. And, uh, okay, well, I'll say that. Dad had a big, huge video camera, the kind that you put the VHS tape into, and then he got the first little, you know, small handheld had to try it that out. we had, and he had to try it out, and I might be a ham. I don't want to talk right. about this. No, but, but <laughs> I don't I want to talk about this. Bring it up. I'm getting really hot. About, I'm getting really, you know, in our really bathroom. And Mom, Mom's bathroom had a blue theme, you know. I'm, we had blue, no. blue hand towels. Oh my god! I don't want to do this. <laughs> uh, okay, so this is the last episode of Cosmos are Funny Ever because I'm done. Um, so the blue hand towel was uh-huh. on your head uh-huh. like hair. Well, you didn't have a wig. <laughs> and you were singing the song that you made up, right? <laughs> About playing peekaboo. <laughs> Yeah, I don't. I don't know what else to say about that. (laughs) Yeah, so that's pretty. That's pretty much the story. (laughs) Dancing. There was some dancing. Yeah. Lord, make it stop. (laughs) So. Yeah, that, okay, well, yeah, that's that's it. Well, you all were the audience, so that's it. was it. quite funny. I had no discretion about the characters I played, about what I used for hair. Uh-huh. I put a towel on my head. Very creative, though. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. it looked nice. I had a really nice, you know, side part right. with, yeah. the, with the, <laughs> the towel. And uh, hiding behind things and popping up and saying <laughs> peekaboo. Oh, God, <laughs> this is terrible. Okay, just let it all out. Let the world know I'm a freak. (laughs) Or I was. Creative. I've spent so many years of my life trying to be composed. Because, you know, I'm a doofus. By nature. So I tried to be composed and be sophisticated. And I think it took maybe 12 seconds to undo all that just now. So, thank you. Hey, you know, everybody has their moments. Yeah. I think that takes the cake. I do remember one time, you and I, we, for some reason this year, that particular year, we were obsessed with April Fool's jokes. Do you remember that? <laughs> We were obsessed with April Fool's jokes. We're like, we got to get somebody. We've got to get somebody April Fool's. And you came up, I don't know if it was you or me. I think it was you because I was still pretty young. You had come up with the idea that you should tell mom that you were burning a candle in your room 
and it set the cu- it set the curtains on fire and that the house was on fire. <laughs> Do you remember that? <laughs> I don't we remember. ran into the living room, told mother that the house was on fire because you your curtains got caught on fire from a candle in your bedroom. Mm. She didn't think it was funny. I can imagine. <laughs> she, I bet she did. She panicked. I don't know what she panicked for, uh, but she panicked and ran back there, and I don't know that I've ever seen her scared or, or angrier. Yeah, well, I, That would pretty much got on her nerves, I'm sure, uh, yeah. that her kids were so stupid. Uh, yeah. she, she had been through the trauma of losing the house They lost fire. the house fire. Well, what did we know it, as a kid, you know? But, yeah, of course, that was probably the worst thing you could have done for someone who's been through right. a house fire. But what are you going to do? We needed we needed to get somebody for April Fool's. So yeah. we, we did. She fell for it. She yeah, ran to she. the bedroom. <laughs> probably oh. lost a few years of her life. I, I, well, life she has she, her whole entire head is silver anyway, so... Probably got a few more silver hairs and half of them fell out that day. Yeah. Do you remember how we we would just watch a video? We'd go. We would because mom because mom she would record movies off the TV. So we had this huge like. Well, you know, the huge, like, coffin-sized Tupperware bins full of movies recorded off the TV. Mm-hmm. And we would go pick one out, and then we'd watch it, mm-hmm. and then we'd rewind it, and we'd watch it again. And then we rewind it, and we'd watch it again. Mm-hmm. Over and over, until we just got tired of it, and then we'd pick another mm-hmm. one and do the Move same on thing. something else, yeah. Well, yeah. I came to the conclusion that we probably know every line of every movie that we've ever watched, because we watched it so much. So, I want to play a little game with you. All right. Are you ready? Do you want to play a little game? Sure. Now, I remember the movie we probably watched the very most was Still Magnolias. Uh, one of my very favorite. And to think about how old I was when we were watching it, I don't know that I really grasped what was going on yeah, in that movie. Yeah. But but, I rem- but I've seen it so many times from the time I was probably five or six and to this day I'll pop it in maybe once every six months. And I'll go into an ugly cry in the graveyard mm-hmm, scene because mm-hmm. it, it's really heavy. But the game I want to play with you today is I want to have a Steel Magnolia's quote off. Oh, okay. So, we're going to see how, who can remember the most quotes from this movie. And I got to tell you, I'm pretty good at it. I've already been practicing because it was my yeah. idea. So, I already <laughs> so put you it got in my head. head start so, off. So, whenever, I'm going to start, I'll say the first quote, and then if it's correct, you'll hear, uh-huh. and then you'll say a quote. And if it's correct, you'll hear, now the sound effect that you're going to hear, if it's incorrect, if it's not a correct movie film quote, is... Well, nothing, because we don't have one. So you'll just interject and say, no, that's not right. Back it up. That's not right. So, okay. (laughs) Drink your juice, Shelby. Should I get her a cookie? No, juice is better. I have some candy in my purse. Don't talk about me like I'm not here. Mama, my nails are wet. Don't you decorate your sister's car with condoms. It's tacky. Am I my brother's keeper? I think I got something to work. I'm going to call the house. Where's your father? His coffee kicked in. (laughs) Weezer, we should take a theater trip to New York. Anel, you take your Bible and shove it where the sun doesn't shine. Ann Berlin had six fingers. Well, what happened to the other four? She had 11 total. Are you... Hi, Clarine. (laughs) Get off my bench. 
have your roots done. Weezer, you know I love you more than my luggage. You are a pig from hell. <laughs> if the eggs are not at the church by noon, they won't get hidden. I can't talk about it. Of course you can. Weezer, you look like hammered shit. Don't you talk to me that way, Drummington. Sorry, you look like regular shit. <laughs> Them magnolias come out of my tree. The judge hasn't decided whose tree it is yet. It is mine. I do not plan to spend the next 50 years of my life with someone I'm not going to run into in the hereafter. (laughs) (laughs) If my daddy catches you in here, the question of whether or not I can carry your children will not matter. He will cut your thing off. Say you're going to marry me. That BCR alone is worth getting married for. Okay. You meet me down at the Presbyterian Church, 2 o'clock. I'll be the one in the veil down front. It's real easy. A cup, a cup, a cup, a cup of flour, a cup of sugar, a cup of fruit cocktail with the juice, and you mix and bake it 350 until golden bubbly. Sounds awfully rich. It is, so I serve it over ice cream to cut the sweetness. It's nothing to let you talk on the radio. Nice nothing. I own the radio station. You bought it. Yes, KPPD, the chi- the talk of the town of chi- I think I screwed that up. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> now, did you do all this? Guilty. <laughs> They're running a fire sale at the Baptist bookstore, and I just bought them out of baby Jesus's. <laughs> Oh, it's Weezer. I'm supposed to give her a pedicure today. I hate working on her feet. Honey, time marches on, and before you know it, it's marching across your face. Clary, this is just a gesture. We're not feeding drum till the end of time. Drum loves pork and beans. Eats them with everything. Well, if you can't say something nice, come sit by me. I can jog all the way to Texas and back. I'm a daughter can She never could. Here, hit this. Malam, you just missed an opportunity of a lifetime. I half a cheek of Empire should give their eye teeth to take a whack of Weezer. We'll sell t-shirts and say, I slap Weezer Boudreaux. Slap her. Knock her lights out, Malin. Weezer, have you lost your mind? Oh, wait. Oh, that's wrong. Clary, have you lost your mind? <laughs> oh, laughter through tears is my favorite emotion. Now, would you call that purple or aubergine? Shut up. What? This is football. People care about his touchdowns and injuries. They don't give a damn about that grape shit. (laughs) (laughs) Nobody move! Nobody move! My contact! (laughs) Back up, please, man. Back up. Pleasant? Damn it! I saw drumming at the Piggly Wiggly and I smiled at the son of a bitch for I couldn't help myself. Okay, it's looking like that's 46 for me and 49 for Megan. So, I guess 
facts, we have thoroughly proved that <laughs> Steel Magnolias is not only one of our favorite movies of all time, <laughs> we've also proven that we don't need to even put the thing in the TV. We can act it out ourselves. We, you know, the stage <laughs> show is ours to be had. Well, we shared all the stories, and we played a game, which you won. Yay! Because clearly you know more about Steel Magnolias than I do. That's fine, though. I can live with that. I can live with myself. I can, you know, go on with my life with dignity. (laughs) Well, sister, thank you for being a part of the first leg of this podcast. I appreciate you having me. It was fun. I enjoyed it. Reminiscing. Well, I guess the last thing there is to say is, I love you. You're my best friend. Love you. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of Kyle's Friends Are Funny. You can also join the conversation by following me on Twitter at Kyle L. Henderson or by following me on Instagram at Kyle.Henderson33. You can also go to the Facebook page, Kyle's Friends Are Funny. Log on to KyleHenderson.org for all the latest news about the show and the latest information about your favorite co-hosts. music.bensound.com